six zero. And, and can I take Pascal that sixty customers times one thousand three hundred dollar a month average? You're doing about seventy eight thousand dollars per month right now on revenue. Exactly. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Pascal Gross-Niklas. Over the past 20 years, he's learned hundreds of digital transformation projects. That culture is the number one success factor of change. With their SaaS internet application called Ahead, they're looking hard to help organizations adopt a growth mindset that fosters employee engagement, innovation, and customer satisfaction. Pascal, you ready to take us to the top? Yes. All right. Absolutely. So pe- if people want to follow along, they can go to aheadinternet.com. Who's buying the tool? Who are you building this for? Well, these are mainly uh, larger companies with more than 500 employees with a lot of, let's say, deskless workers. And because at the moment they have uh, quite a problem to, to reach these people. So world, when we look at the global workforce, 80% of the workforce are not working on a computer on a day-to-day basis, but everyone has a smartphone in their pocket. So we have the year 2022 and still, the most companies communicate to these people with a blackboard uh, or by their direct report or just by, um, yeah, you know, yeah, by the direct report, let's say like that. So it, it, give me an example of a, te- of a team, if you can name a customer, name them. But what is a deskless worker? Who is an example customer? An example customer for it is a manufacturing company. It's a bigger one with 8,000 employees. They produce aluminum wheels and they have factories all over the world, like Mexico, US, China, Eastern Europe. And yet they, the whole day, these workers standing on a machine and during Corona, the, all the desk workers, the, the administration people, the salespeople, they work from home. So they they didn't were able to communicate to these people what is going on, what their strategy is, what the measurements are. So it was quite quite difficult for these companies. I see. And so these companies, when you look at all your customers today, on average, what are these companies paying you per month to use your tool? Yes, exactly. Per month per user. But What's we the do average In average, it's around. Um, it depends on the size of the customer. So the average customer size is uh, 1,200 Swiss francs a month. Swiss francs. Okay, hold on. How do we convert that to USD? Yeah, it's around, it's, I would say, $1,300. Yeah, uh, per month. Per month, yeah. Okay. And if someone's paying you $1,300 per month, how many seats is that for probably? This is around 500 seats. I see. Okay. Very cool. Let's get the backstory here. When did you launch the company? What year? Uh, in the year 2020, March 2020. Okay, so fairly before new. Before the pandemic started in Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so launched in 2020. When did you get your first dollar of revenue? Do you remember? 
yeah, it was it it was already before. So maybe a, a little bit of background story. Uh, we founded the company as a professional service company, where we builded hundreds of intranets for companies. But more and more, I, I was unsatisfied with the outcome of these intranets. So we started kind of a side project with a couple of friends. And we already marketed before we had an actual company. So we already did like uh, MVP and sold it to potential customers. When did you build, what year did you build manually your first internet for your first customer? Well, this was around 2006, 2007. It was for a large, large telecommunication company. And they had the idea to replace their printed employee magazine with a digital platform. So Pascal, is it fair to say you effectively were running an agency from 2006 to 2020, manually building intranets? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How, how big did you grow that? What was the, the, your highest revenue year? How much did you do? Well, this, thing, this company still exists because we didn't just do intranets. We were a professional service provider for IT projects. We did software programming. This company still exists and we are around... 200 employees with a revenue of more than 30 million. A three zero uh, million? Yes. What did no, it? Uh, three zero, 30. Yeah, three zero, 30 million. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so that, that, that's what you did last year in revenue. In 2021, it did 30 million in revenue? Yeah, with the old company, yes. Okay. And so, what do you mean when you say old company? Do you own equity in the agency still? Yeah, I'm still the vice uh, president of this company. But I'm not uh, actually working at this company on an operating level. Do you so, have equity at the agency? Is it your is it your agency? Yes, one third is mine. Oh, yeah. very cool. Okay, so yes. when you how did you have the conversation with your partners who owned sixty percent of the agency and say, "Hey, I want to spin this software out"? How did you guys spin it out? Well, they honestly they helped to invest in the new product, so the new spin off uh, the ahead intranet. They also have a stake in there financially, but they are not working on it. So they still run the old company, my two friends, and I'm fully responsible for ahead. So for the spin out, a couple of questions there. How much money did the agency invest in the new software company? Well, this was around 700K. Okay, 700,000. And how much equity does the agency own in the SaaS company? Nothing. Okay, how much do your two friends own of the SaaS company? Um, one third as well. They each own one third or they own 60%? Each, each earns one third of it, yes. Oh, exactly. oh, okay, got it. So you own 30%, they each own 30% for 90, 95%, whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I see, I see, okay. Um, very interesting. Okay, um, so 700,000 invested from the agency. So is it fair to say you guys are bootstrapped? Otherwise, you haven't raised any traditional capital? Um, when we founded the company in 2020, for the go-to-market, we raised some uh, money from family, friends, and fools. Uh, How much? About, uh, uh, half a million, 500,000, okay. yeah. Would you do a $5 million cap or something? Yes, exactly. Yep. And, and is that all you've raised today? That's all we raised today, yes. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? 
Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. So you get your, you have a built-in customer base from all these folks that used your agency. So I'm assuming you were able to turn revenue on the SaaS company pretty quick. How many customers do you have today on the SaaS business? Well, that's a difficult story because, you know, the agency is still doing internet. They still building internet. So that, that's one of the reasons why we took uh, ahead out of it because there's, we started a competition and we said, okay, that's not healthy for both of us. So we almost have no customers from the agency because these are is another type of customers. Okay, so uh, how many customers so, does the SaaS business have today? Uh, 60. Six zero. Yes, six zero. And, and can I take, Pascal, that 60 customers times $1,300 a month average? You're doing about $78,000 per month right now on revenue? Exactly. Wow. Okay. That's still, that's impressive. Where were you exactly one year ago? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, we, we were around 21 K 21,000 a month a year ago. So over three X year over year growth, if you're not growing by selling to your old agency customers, where are you finding new customers? That's the most difficult part. So <laughs> So we start, we learned a lot in this process and we started to focus really on, on industries like manufacturing, retail, wholesales. And we started to build a community with our customers. We call it the Ahead X community. And because we learned that these internal com responsible people in larger companies, they, they love to have an exchange. How do you com- communicate internally about uh, strategy, about culture, about values inside a company? So they are very keen to have this exchange. So we we start to build this com- this this ahead X community where they get so. Where where can the, I find the community on your website? Do you link to it anywhere? Uh, no, it's not linked yet. It's it's quite closed. You okay. find some webinars that we recorded out of this see. Uh, out of this events. Yeah, yeah, I see that. That makes a lot. Of, I mean, community is a very real asset. It's a, it's a, it's a distribution channel that you own as a SaaS company. And I see sixty four minutes, sixty two minutes, fifty eight minutes. These webinars you've recorded with folks in that community. It sounds like. Yes, exactly, exactly. And this is is really very valuable because when they recommend us to potential customers. That's the we have the shortest deal cycles, I would say, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we have we, we earned the trust already through the community. Yeah, this makes a lot of sense. Okay, so the community is up and going. You're, you're having a lot of growth there today. Uh, you've raised only five hundred thousand from outside investors, plus seven hundred thousand from the agency. You're you're about to break a million dollar run rate. Congratulations, by the way, that's exciting. What's Thank the goal you. for twenty twenty two? How much do you hope to grow? 
Yeah, we want to again uh, double uh, our our revenue, and yeah, we would hope to go close to one uh, to two million by end of 2022. Any plans to raise this year? Or you want to stay bootstrapped? No, at the moment we would like to stay bootstrapped, um, but at the moment we are currently active in the region of Switzerland, Germany, and Austria. But we plan to do a go-to-market in other countries. Spain is a hot candidate at the moment. And if we do that, we think about raising uh, money. Yep, yep. Tell me about your team today. How many are full-time just at the SaaS business? We are eight people full-time just for the SaaS business. And how many are engineers? Uh, Four of them. Okay. How many sales reps with a quota? It's uh, the quota is like 150%. So it's me, half, and then one full time. Okay. So two people carrying a quota, you yeah. and them. All right. Very cool. You're too early probably to chat about, I mean, churn. Do you know what your churn is? Do you have, do you know what your net dollar retention is? So we have no churn at the moment. So this can be good and bad. This means that we are not too progressive in sales. <laughs> and not too forcey, but on the other side, it's also a bit in the business because when you imagine a company with uh, more than 1,000 employees, when they introduce something like an internal comp platform, this is an internal project for them that takes some effort. So they are not going to switch so fast. So they are studies that normally these platforms, when they are established, they last for at least four years. So at the moment, it's quite early to say how the churn will be. We're going to see it in one or two years. Regardless if it's a heck of a story, I love that you learn about your customers through the agency before getting into the SaaS business. Uh, Let's wrap up here with the famous five Pascal. Number one, favorite business book? Uh, Eric Ries, The Lean Startup. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, Satya Nadella. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building uh, ahead? A HubSpot. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, seven. Okay. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Uh, mar- married, three kids. Oh, wow. How old are you? How old are, the, uh, are you? Oh, f- 42. 42. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Something I wish I would knew when I was 20. Yep. Oh, that failing fast is a good thing. <laughs> Guys, there you have it. From 2006 to 2020, and it, include, it goes on today, they built an agency manually building internets for B2B brands. They do $30 million in revenue annually with over 200 employees. He said, you know what? We should spend out a SaaS from this agency. So he said, you know what? His two buddies who are co-founders in the agency stuck with the agency. He spun out the SaaS. His buddies own 60% of the SaaS. He owns 30%. They're scaling. They raised 500,000 bucks in a pre-seed round in 2019 to get it going. And then the agency put in 700 grand to keep it scaling. The company just broke a million dollar run rate up from $21,000 a month just a year ago with a team of eight. Love stories like this. I predict big things for these guys. Pascal, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you very much, Nathan.